I've got a buddy who loves to take pictures of his big shits if yeah. they like get out of the toilet water. Oh yeah. And send them and he's just like, look what I accomplished. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. All right, hello, and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I'm your host, Doug Mann. With me is Jack Dolgen to my right. Hello, Jack. Hello. Uh, we got another great show for you this week. So glad that you're here listening to us in your car, in the bathroom, in front of the TV, ignoring your parents' phone calls. Whatever it is you're doing, thank you for listening. As you know, uh, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper, and uh, we just started talking to them on Twitter so they know that we exist now and we're going to keep on coming up with slogans for their amazing product. Charmin Ultra Soft because you can't put a price on a clean asshole. Charmin Ultra Soft. <laughs> it's just it's just true. Yeah, it's it's true. And keep tweeting at me at the Doug Mand. You can tweet at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. Email me at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. Call the phone number 786 786- Hold it N, N, just the letter N, like I never want that to happen again, never. And if you leave a message on that machine, it's a verbal agreement that I can use it on the show if I want to, just so you know. But please feel free to use that um, whenever you want. People who know me really well and they who, or who listen to the first episode, they know that I have a lot of story shit stories, and I don't always get to tell them on this show, because it's really about you guys and and the guests and what they have coming in, but I've gotten a lot of requests about the uh, the Bud Selig story that I, I mentioned in the first episode. Right. So I'm going to tell you the Bud Selig story before we get into our show. I was, I guess I was probably around 13 years old, which was kind of an awkward time for me, as for a lot of people, I was a little chubbier, and... My parents were kind of split up at the time. It was a weird time. It was kind of, you know, it was an emotional time. It was my summer break, and I went to Milwaukee with my good friend Matt to visit his grandparents. And uh, his grandparents are uh, like a very, very wealthy kind of uh, uh, proper family. Old Milwaukee money? Oh, yeah, you know that old Milwaukee money <laughs> from old Milwaukee, uh, the beer. <laughs> no, They're, but, you know, well-to-do family, nice but very proper and and, you know— Whatever. They, and they didn't really know me that well. So we went there, and it was great. You know, we were at their country club. It was awesome. And then while we were there, uh, his grandfather said, hey, do you guys want to go to the All-Star game this weekend? And we were like, yeah, that would be amazing. And it was in Texas. And uh, Matt's, Matt's grandparents were really good friends with Bud Selig. Who the owned the Brewers. Who owned the Brewers and was the commissioner of baseball. So we are like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And not only that, we got to take a private jet from Milwaukee to Texas. I'd never been on a private jet, obviously. And so so we get into this jet, and it's me, my friend Matt, his grandparents, Bud Selig, and, like, another, like, couple, two people that were very wealthy older people. And that's Who, it. jet was? I don't know whose jet it was. This is a world, I guess, in which jets just kind of happen. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. And I'm I'm in a jet with Bud Selig going to the All-Star game. The All-Star game doesn't happen without Bud Selig. He needs to be there. Right. Um, it's amazing to me. But it's very small. The jet is very small. And, like, it's cool because it's a private jet, but it's actually not that nice. It's not, like, hmm. beautiful. It's just a jet or whatever. Oh, I hate those shitty private jets. Yeah, I know. I mean, what the hell? So uh, we, we start flying, <laughs> and I don't know how long that flight is, um, but... 
at some point, I have to take a shit on this flight. And I quickly look around, and there's not a bathroom on the jet. And you're 13? I'm 13. Where in your sort of a shitting career are you at this point? I'm, I've been kind of uh, – it's a great question. In my shitting career, I'm kind of like – I'm picking up steam. Okay, so you're like a rising star. I'm a rising star in the field. People know about me, but only people who are really in the know. You're like, you're like a hot prospect in the farm leagues? Yeah, I'm like into playing double-A ball, but I'm playing great. Got it. There's no bathroom. What there is is a toilet that doubles as like a ninth seat. It's a toilet that it, doubles as a ninth seat. What that does that has, mean? It means it's a seat that I guess a, a stewardess could sit on and like put a put a seatbelt on around if like as an extra like someone who was there to help or whatever like you know a servant or whatever. <laughs> it's like facing the other way, and there is like a I guess like a curtain that goes around it. Oh, so it's not in a little bathroom. It's no part of the cabin. It's part of the cabin in the back. But it's facing away from everyone, and it's there's a fa- curtain. It's, it's like facing the, w- the opposite way, but it's there's a, and there's a curtain. Like the way there would be a curtain at a hospital. Yes, exactly. Oh, boy. So I'm in a ri- – <laughs> so clearly, people don't shit on these things. <laughs> I am – I'm the lone person there. Like everyone else knows someone. I'm the kid who's not like the rich kid or whatever. I'm the friend of, of the grandson. Right. Uh, the last thing you do as the friend of the friend is make a scene. You want to be quiet and just get through the fucking flight. But I got a shit. And I feel like that kid always ends up making a scene, though. And, 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 I, and I'm always that kid. <laughs> I'm always that kid. So I get up, and I, I'm, I, I have no choice, and I go to the bath, bathroom area, like, as quickly as I can, move the curtain around, and just shit my brains out. Did you tell anyone you were going to shit? No. You just went. I might have. I might have told Matt I got to go to the bathroom. But I, it was like a quiet flight. Like I just, I just, <laughs> I just went. You pulled the curtain around. I pulled the Did curtain the around. Go to the floor. No, I think you can still see my feet. Oh God! And I'm in there, and I'm a mere maybe three or four feet from the commissioner of baseball, with only a thin plastic like curtain dividing him from just pure filth. Do you think he could hear you? If he couldn't hear me, he could smell me. That's for damn sure. Oh right! Oh right! So everyone I sh- could smell. Everyone could smell. So I shit. I come out, and I just remember walking back, and just feeling so awful and so alone. <laughs> and this whole tube of of wealthy people just looking at me, and it was so awful. And I'm looking at Bud Selig smell my shit. And if he didn't know who I was before, he knew who I was then. Oh I have God. to feel like I affected the All-Star game in some way. When we got off, Matt's grandparents were not happy with me. Really? They were unhappy with me. Really? And they, on the way back, they plugged me with Imodium AD. So they were embarrassed. <laughs> and it was so shame-inducing. And it, I, l- let's just, let, Imodium for the ride back? Let's just say I, didn't, I wasn't met with open arms of like, it's okay, it happens. Were they no. like uptight? You know, they're nice people. I, I don't want to badmouth them too much, but they could have well, been warmer. They could have, I mean, look, you obviously, you didn't shit because you just wanted to. No. You shit in the no, airplane I, with Bud Selig because you had I had to. You don't choose to shit in a bathroom with Bud Selig because you're pulling a prank. I clearly was upset. <laughs> And uh, also, which leads me to believe, how the fuck do you have a private plane? You are in the 
lapse of luxury, and you don't have a like. Do, do rich people just not shit? I don't think they do. Yeah, I think. I guess not. How'd your friend deal with it? He thought it was hilarious. And as my friend Matt, who I've had a lot of shit experiences with, a ton, and then I'll tell more in this in uh, later episodes. Matt has been around for some of my greatest shit experiences, and he was amazing about it. I mean, he loves this story, uh, and his too. family loves this story love too. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I was very close to this family, and they love it, you know. And uh, I don't know if, how the grandparents would feel about it now, but I haven't really seen them that I many times. They, I hope they hear this podcast. I hope they hear it because yeah. they shamed you, and I and honestly, like. 20 years later, it's their turn. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Am they, I being too harsh? You might be. Only because I, I, you know, because I, I like them, but I. No, I'm but, sure they're nice, but look. No, you're the, a kid. You're a I little, was a kid. I was, I was, I was a little kid. kid. Look, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just shitting, man. You were a young kid. You were shitting in airplanes. You, you know, didn't that's know? what I was doing. But anyway, that's my Bud Selig story. We have a great show for you today. We got Tim Curcio, who is a hilarious comedian. He's a writer, he's an, an actor. Uh, you can check him out at Tim Curcio at Twitter. Uh, he's great. He had a web series called Old Friends. It's hilarious. Anyway, check him out. We uh, we talked to him about some really funny stuff, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Here's Tim Curcio. We're here with Tim Curcio. Welcome, Tim. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Very excited to do this. Very excited to have you. Uh, your wife said, you got to talk to Tim. He's got an amazing shit story. And I believe she said, one of the reasons I fell in love with him was the shit story Aww. that he had. Oh, she's so cute. She is, is. <laughs> She's really, really cute. I don't, I don't believe her for a second, but... I don't know if this that was the reason, but I think... When I told her this story, it was like one of those breakthrough moments in your relationship where you're sure. like, I can trust you with this story. Because uh-huh. forever, I was like, I'm never telling this story. This was one of your like seventh grade most embarrassing moments of my life. And I was like, I have to hide this from the world. Sure. <laughs> I was in seventh grade, um, so middle school. And I was like, ah, Doug Sirowitz invited me to his birthday party. I'm like really excited. Was Doug cool? Doug was cool. Cooler than you? Doug was cooler than me okay. at the time. Uh, <laughs> at the time. <laughs> That's so terrible. Doug's not as cool now. Yeah. That, uh, that often is the case. Doug, not as with, you can see from this chart, yeah. Doug was <laughs> Or you, as you can see from the Doug, <laughs> the slow ball of Doug Sirowitz. Uh, or as you can Doug see from the Doug you're sitting next to right now. <laughs> Doug's top out in seventh yeah, grade. Doug, as yeah. this Doug knows. I know all too well. Yeah. So... It's middle school, and Doug invited me to his birthday party. He decides to have it at a fondue restaurant. Now, I had no idea my stomach was irritable up to this point. So (laughs) I'm dipping shit in chocolate. I'm dipping shit in cheese. I'm, like, having a great time. It's delicious, too. It's great. I'm dipping fruit. I'm dipping cheese into cheese. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you uh, like a block of cheese in a cheese? Just a block of cheese into <laughs> melted cheese. Oh, that's a fucking like, bowel nightmare. Oh, that's a God. bowel nightmare. I don't even like chocolate. I'm just like, Doug's party. <laughs> Doug's party. I'm yeah. just like living it up. Yeah, you're doing it hard. Bunch of dudes. All of a sudden, I was like, oh my God, what is that <laughs> feeling? My stomach is just like turning over and turning over. I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. How, and like how far 15, into the party does it hit you? I'm sorry. It's like pretty close. It's about the middle of the party. So you've been throwing it down for like so a half hour or whatever. throwing it down. I'm like, this is great. There's 15 people at the table. I go to the bathroom and I was like, no, I don't have to poop. I'm going to be embarrassed if someone walks in. I'm just going to try to hold it. I'm going to take a pee at the urinal. And I'm, it's, I grew up in Florida, so everybody always wears shorts. Even at night, you're wearing shorts. Yeah. So I go up to the urinal. <clears throat> I'm peeing. 
European, tries to squeeze out a fart, look down, there is a pile of diarrhea. <laughs> building. <laughs> and I can't stop it. You're shitting? You can't I am stop. just shitting through, down my leg. I'm wearing these silk Miami Dolphins boxers that were so silk, fucking sweet. Silk boxers. Yeah. They were so fucking sweet up to this point. I'm wearing like khaki pleated shorts and like oh. probably a dolphins t-shirt too oh, and i was like oh i'm having such a good day what is that and it's just not stopping it's just coming down it's my still leg. happening you're standing at the urinal, standing and, at the urinal and shit is coming down my leg there's a pile a mound on the floor oh, just a wet God. mess on your foot or your shoes or next to my shoe like if you're standing parallel in between, there is just a mound that's built. <laughs> it's come down my leg. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm, like, grabbing paper towels as fast as I can to wipe is it myself a, Is it a bathroom off. that you can lock? It is not. It is a two urinals, one stall. You're in it alone right now. I'm in it alone right now. Oh, my God. And I was oh like, my God. I'm sweating profusely. I don't know what to do. There's fucking diarrhea on the floor. Is it all, all over my you? Leg. you? I'm grabbing paper towels to try to wipe myself <laughs> off and just throw them at the trash can. I'm like getting water and then I was like, what happens if someone comes in here? I have to go into the stall. I go into the stall and I sit down and I just bust into tears. Oh. I was just like, what is going on with my body? I take off my pants. I take my underwear and I th- reach over and I try to like Throw it to the trash. Jump hook it into the trash. Miss the trash. (laughs) And I'm just like sitting there, bare butt on this toilet and like looking at my pants to see if I can get these shorts back on. And is it all over your shorts too? It's pretty much all over the inside of one leg of the shorts. (laughs) All of a sudden, Brett Massa comes in, equally as cool as Doug. He's like, oh, God, what happened here? And I was like, oh, I know, it's terrible. <laughs> He's like, did you see? I was like, I didn't see anything. I was like, it was in here when I got in here, and I can't stand near it, so yeah. I'm just hanging out in the stall. You know, totally normal. Just totally hanging out in the stall. And he, like, he pees and he leaves. And I must have been in there for, like, ten more minutes. Also, not a good sign. Not a good sign that there's shit all over the floor. Brett saw this and he's like, no, I don't think it was Tim. Uh, Tim was in the shitter and he's been there for 15 minutes. Right. But I don't think it was him. Also, there's silk Miami Dolphins Just on the floor next to a trash can. Tim's been talking about his new silk Miami Dolphins. His size probably extra small. (laughs) (laughs) Just terrible. And so, like, 10 minutes, 15 minutes probably go by now. And I'm just, like, sitting there thinking, everybody knows. I don't know what to do. How am I going to get out of here? You're kind of frozen with fear. I'm just frozen with fear. Oh, God. Door opens. It's Doug's dad, Dr. Surowitz, who's also my doctor. Tim, is this you? And I was like, yeah. The shit. The shit. Just referring to the shit. (laughs) The shit in the room. And he's like, is this you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, are you feeling okay? And I was like, no. He's like, I'll be right back. Comes in like a fucking saint. Gets a bucket of water and starts pouring it all over the shit. There's a little drain that most of the shit is going down into. Oh, wow. And he's like, I've called your parents to come pick you up. I was like, I'm too embarrassed to come out. He's like, nobody knows anything. And I was like, oh, great. I don't think in my head I've been in here for 15 minutes now. <laughs> I'm like, believe I'm going to come out. And I'd sit there, and it is just silent at the table. You come back. Right. I come back, and I sit Do you sit smell of edge. shit? Probably smell of shit. You but it's a fondue place, so everything smells like shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like five minutes later, my mom shows up, picks me up. We leave. 
Monday morning comes around and I'm like, everybody what, at school's going to Does your mom know? Do you tell your mom what I happened? I tell my mom what happened. How does she react? She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm Aww. so sorry. I'm so sorry this happened to you. It happens. Yeah. It happens to people. I was like, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it's never, like, it's it never happened. happened before. She's like, what did you do? I tell her my Miami Dolphin boxers are a casualty of this experience. <laughs> They're back you a there. New pair. She got me a new pair. She's a great mom. She yeah. got me a new pair. Uh, and Mon- when you were sitting at the table, though, could you sense that people knew? Or? In my head, everybody knew. And Monday morning was going to come around, and everybody was going to be laughing, and there's going to be pictures of shit guy on the lockers, and it's just going to be the worst day of my life. I didn't want to go to school. My mom forced me to go to school. Monday came and went. Nobody said anything. Tuesday came and went. Nobody said anything. Are you still sitting? Are you still sitting with these guys at lunch and still like still hanging out with these guys? Peripherally, you're not as cool waiting as them. waiting for Brett <laughs> to say something. So I'm probably avoiding them more than anything. Mm-hmm. But nothing happens. No one says a thing. About 12 years later, I'm at Brett's wedding and Dr. Surowitz is there. Oh, so you remain friends with Brett? I've remained friends with these guys. You never talked about it? Never talked about it. Brett was in my wedding. Doug was in my wedding. Never? What? Never talked about it. Was in both of their weddings. Never brought it up. Never brought up the time you shit yourself at Doug's party. Never. Never. But I've told the story to other people and I would have assumed that at one point they would it have got been to around. Them. It got to them. Nothing. 12 years later... At Doug, at uh, Brett's wedding, Doug's dad's there, and we're standing at the bar drinking, and we both had a couple. And he's like, oh, "You've grown up so much." And I was like, "Oh yeah, thanks." And he's like, "Since that time I walked in on you, and you would shit all over the floor." <laughs> <laughs> and it's in front of Megan. Maybe I hadn't told her, but wow. uh, well, he was a little drunk. Though. He was a little drunk. He's like, "That time I walked in on you, and you would shit the floor." And look at you now. You're doing great in Hollywood. I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. I, 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 like, peeled out of there like I was in seventh grade again, like, holding my tears. I was like, yeah, things have been great. Oh, my. Things have been really great. Wait, did you still not tell Brett or Doug, even at the wedding? I still haven't told them. I'm going to send them this. Oh, my God. This is going to be your way to tell them. Yeah. Wow. All the girls I was embarrassed to see Monday morning in seventh grade that I was like, oh, my chances with so-and-so are over, so-and-so. Yeah. They'll hear this. Were any of them at the wedding? Yes. A couple of them. Wow. Yeah. The fact that they're your good friends, uh, and you've probably shared some shit experiences later mm-hmm. on with them. Like, probably. Like, and t- Now, whenever some kind of shit thing came up, would you clench a little bit and be in front of them and be <laughs> like, my butthole? Yeah, like, yeah. was there an instinctive, like, like clench of, like, Oh God! Are we gonna talk? Are we gonna talk about this elephant in the room? There was there was a time where I was like, it's bound to be brought up when shit stories happen. Someone's gonna be like, I once walked in on Tim diarrhea yeah. all over the floor. I can't believe never happened. I can't believe Brett never brought it I up. I can't again. believe it. Maybe either. he just. Maybe I wonder he if he's like my best friend in the entire world, and he's just kept that secret for me, or he, or I'm such a good actor that I was like, yeah. Crazy shit on the floor. I mean, yeah. and he believes it. D- I mean, that would be. That's a. I guess you're a kid. I was gonna say a little thick headed, but you're a kid and he's not thinking about that. And it's like, but oh, gross! And I'll get out of here. Yeah, but as a kid, like you jump on the opportunity to pick on somebody. That's true, especially you're twelve. Yeah, I would love to hear how they respond to this story. Well, I'm thinking, and I could be wrong, but that that that, it, that it's no accident, no pun intended, mm-hmm. that that you'd never told them. There's still shame There's attached an to that. There has to be. Does, there, yeah. does that resonate? I, I feel like it's something that the more I tell, the better I feel about Definitely. that time. Mm. But for sure at that time and probably the 
five, ten years later, I was like, no way. I'm not telling anybody. The longer you go, though, I think the harder it is, too. That's another mm. thing. The longer you go, it's... It would have to be... Like a round of shit stories, like everyone. You couldn't just bring it up out of nowhere, like like. So Megan's pregnant. Also, I shit at your party, the fondue party. Remember your fondue (laughs) party? Shit all over there. All right, see you guys in another year. Yeah. See see you next Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) But it sounded like though when 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 Doctor Surowitz Surowitz said to you twelve years later, that's the time you shit your shit on the floor. You were embarrassed again. So it wasn't five or ten years later. It was like it was funny, but it was also like. You still looked around? Well, it was one of those, like, you've grown up so much and I'm so proud of the guy you've become from that. Like, not like just <laughs> yeah. in general. I'm so yeah. proud of the guy you've become. Well, I'm so, like, used to run into walls or something. I don't know, but, like... Well, nothing is going to trump you shit, your, you shit on the ground. No, I know. Yeah. But, oh, like, from the to kid. have him still remember that. Like, he's a doctor. He sees crazy shit all the time. He <laughs> probably has had people shit on him, and he's like... Well, that's the breaks. That's the breaks. <laughs> that's but the he's breaks. Like, One day I'll tell Tim I remember. Yeah, you know what? He he was totally allowed to do it too because he was a real like, you know, he was my hero. He was a knight moment. in shining armor. He came yeah. in. I got this. Yeah, don't worry about it. No one knows. But I'm gonna I'm gonna wash the shit down the drain. What if he just like white people's brains? He's just yeah. like, nope. It was me. Yeah, he's got a fucking zapper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, my God. I think from that moment on, my stomach just took a turn for the worse. Like, that was probably my first, yeah. like, ah, uh, I didn't escape and I shit myself. And then you became more but then I an became anxious like, person. More of an anxious person, more of a, like, I got to rush to the bathroom. I got to curb the things I eat. Uh-huh. I know, like, if I no eat. No more fondue parties. No more. I won't even look at a fondue place. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, which is easy because there's almost none of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they really went out. That, that, yeah. that came and so went. Was the last time you heard of me? Like, just went to this sweet fondue place. No, uh, it was in 1987. It was causing a little bit of a trend reaction. Yeah, a lot of people were having the same thing that you everybody had. has a shit story yeah. after that yeah. fondue. Fondue. There it is. This there is, it is. Someone told me I should call it that story. This is the fondue story. The fondue story. That's a wise it. man who told you that. Yeah. Yep. The fondue story with Tim yeah. Curcio. And now you're kind of more of a nervous guy when it comes to the poop. Maybe. Yeah, little, maybe. Maybe you've gotten now better. I'm, I think I'm more of an open guy when it comes mm. to that. Well, that makes yeah. it being open about it and owning it is really. It's really where it's the about. first step towards uh, recovery. Yeah, I feel like I'm recovering. I mean, there's so many moments in my life where I'm like, oh my God, this is an embarrassing poop situation. Not as embarrassing as that. Yep. Like, I got broken up with senior year of high school outside of a girl's house when I was dropping her off after a movie. She was like, we just can't go out anymore. I was like, I have to come inside. <laughs> I have to come inside and use your toilet. And I had diarrhea at her place, came out, and her little brother's like, you want to play PlayStation? I was like, can't do, man. Your sister broke up with me. Oh my God, how long were you but- dating her? Uh, six months, seven so months. So were you upset? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. But you probably had, cried in that toilet, too. But you, you had, had to, a parting gift. <laughs> so yeah. she broke Maybe up. Maybe I didn't flush. She broke up with you, and you're like, this is really sad, but also I have to use your bathroom? Yeah. Was she like, really? She was like, really? Yeah. And oh, then, I love It was that. terrible. That's amazing. And then did you do like a hug? And like the bathroom hug-a-bye? wasn't right inside the door. <laughs> like I had to go down the hall, see her family, walk past, come back out, be like, oh, my bye, God. bye. I know now I'm in your that house. Is the tr- that is the true walk of shame. Hi, Mrs. Yeah. R. Hi, Mr. R. Yeah. <laughs> I probably, won't, I probably won't be seeing you a lot. Um, yeah, I probably didn't talk to her again. Oh, oh my wow, God. Wow, that's, that's, that's amazing, that too. That in and of itself is amazing. That's a great that's, story. That's my one-minute story. If you guys <laughs> oh, want to do a one-minute podcast. Oh, my God. That. That's amazing. 
That was a rough one. Tim, thank you for coming in. <laughs> yeah, thanks, was, guys. See you later. That, one, <laughs> that was really awesome. Follow Tim on Twitter, at Tim Curcio, C-U-R-C-I-O. Thanks a lot, Tim. Thanks. All right, well, that was Tim Curcio. That was uh, that was so <laughs> awesome. I actually keep thinking about the silk boxers. I remember having silk boxers as a kid, and Me like, too. but I hated them. I was like, I I thought I liked them because I was supposed to like them. It was like these are my silk boxers, and then they felt awful and weird. I had them around the same age as Tim did. Yeah, mine were Phoenix Suns. Yeah, silk boxers. Yep. When I wore them to school, it was in Phoenix, Arizona, and it would get like hot, and they would get really bunchy, and like yeah. it was really gross, kind of an uncomfortable. It's not good. Great, great in theory though. What right makes a twelve-year-old love the idea of having silk boxers? Because it's you don't—I don't like, think you own much as a twelve-year-old. So the things you have, you have the nice version of them. Silk boxers—it's so weird. Kind of a Hefner I, thing. Yeah, but I had one pair, and it was like my—you know—special boxers. But it was the one box, you know, the way they fell and stuff. I'd zip my balls up on on those boxers too. It was like they—they they fell weird. So anyway, thanks for listening to the show. And uh, please keep listening, subscribe, tell your friends, leave a comment if you can, and, or rate it on iTunes. All those things help. Check us out on Twitter, the Doug Mand, or uh, at Jack Dolgen, or email me at dutycallswithdougmand at Gmail. Call me at 786-HOLD-IT-N. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll have another great show for you next week. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. You're wearing silk boxers, so you got to make it. Apparently not. Apparently not.